This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Man is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next, back to you. Do you remember your first kiss with your wife, Steve? Not your first kiss, but with your wife, your current wife. Oh, not my first wife? <laughs> yes. <laughs> your first wife. Do you wife. remember your first kiss with your first wife? Well, we're just going to have to find out. We are. On the next, back to you. Can't wait. Yes, you can. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an OPI show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. <laughs> Hey, Dave. Hey, how you doing? I, we're in the same room. First time in two months. You know, you know, and I got to say, you look great. Well, thank you. And by thank great, you. I mean a little puffy. <laughs> oh, I, I think I've put on an easy 10 pounds. Have you, have, yeah. you haven't gotten the COVID-19 yet, though? No, no. Uh, I'm up seven. Are you? Yeah, I'm up seven. Uh, feeling pretty good about it. Okay, uh, well, that's not bad. No, that's I mean, it's bad. been two months. That's true. So um, I just thought of this. Uh, did you have Wii Fit when you were? Yes. Um, so we have Wii Fit. And I hadn't, you know, for people that don't know what Wii Fit is, it's like a little scale. You get yeah. on it and they I hate it. Right. And they yeah. tell you what your stats are. Right. Yeah. Well, it was like twenty seven hundred and thirty eight days since the last time I had been on <laughs> the Wii Fit scale. All right. So I get on it. You know, I should have recorded this. I was going to record it and I forgot. I get on the scale and the little wee lady goes, ugh. <laughs> oh, I'm not funny. kidding. I'm not kidding. And then guess how much weight I have gained in 2,738 days? My uh, 10 pounds. There was 11 pounds. <laughs> That's funny. Well, it's 20. What is that? That's what? Eight years, maybe? I probably am uh, up 25. Yeah. So I, I didn't think it was that bad. A, a pound, a pound and a half a day. You know, uh, the last time I did the Wii Fit and the only time I did the Wii Fit, uh, that you know, you stand on there and it gives you your yeah your, your real age, yeah. your physical age, or whatever. Um, but the thing that killed me, and I actually wrote a column about mm-hmm. this, is not only did it show me and and give me the weight, uh, say, saying that I could lose some weight, but it had like a little bloop. And, and created a belly. I was like, oh, I, I know. nice. What the hell was that? I know. I know. It generates a little. Right. I'm a little fat. I'm now a fatter guy than I was 2,750. You know what? And then it's like, I'm never going back on this thing again. No, I didn't for 2,750. <laughs> but no, you do look good. And I'm glad to be back. And it's well, nice thanks. to be in the same room. Thanks. Uh, we you are know, six feet apart. We are. And Dave is wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you a question. How many chins do I have? I still, these still the same three. No, you can't tell, can you? No. I got the mask. This is why I'm never taking this damn thing off. Uh, I'm just assuming that you have three chins like you always Well, you're do. not wrong, but I'm just saying I'm never taking off the mask. And if people want to uh, figure out what sort of uh, arrangement we have here to make sure that we are socially distancing, uh, there's a video out right now called Inside for Indies. It, do the hashtag Inside for Indies. You'll find it. There's a video of my office. I give you a tour of my office, and you can see that Dave and I are we're we're doing what we should be mm-hmm. doing. We're we're 
a nice enough distance away from each other. And we've got the Clorox disinfecting wipes that kills 99.9% right. of all viruses. I, I brought that here because I figured you were not going to be satisfied with my, uh, Your, my cleanliness. Well, uh, I'm still, to be honest, a little uneasy yeah, doing no, it. I can tell. But um, I'll be, I, it's, I'm a pretty virile guy. I'll be fine. That's the word I was uh, going to use. You know, yeah. we better get going because we've got a celebrity okay. <laughs> uh, later on. Now, Dave, be nice. <laughs> okay. He's already not being nice. All right, we have uh, Coming up later in the show, we have a gentleman named Bo Thompson. Mm-hmm. And Bo Thompson is going to do something that no one else has ever done in the history of mankind. Yeah. He is collecting one million Cubs baseball cards. Yeah. yeah. That's his goal. Right, right. In between curing cancer. (laughs) We're going to talk to him about that. Uh, Dave is, I think, mocking. I am on his side. I think it's kind of cool. So we'll we'll see. That'll that's coming up later. But uh, you have some minutia for us. Uh, yeah. Do you want to do the jingly thing or no? Why do you? Always I, I don't know. Ask I, that? You always ask. because sometimes you do it and sometimes you don't. Because I will do it if I if I've got it ready. Okay, I'll right, do it. All right. Well, this story comes out of Utah, Rick. Yes. Okay. Um, Utah mother sells social distancing penis masks. And raises $56,000 for a nonprofit. <laughs> well, yeah. that's that's good. <laughs> right. Right. Um, you know, I didn't even know that people in Utah knew what penises were, but <laughs> evidently that they, they do. Are you kidding me? They've got multiple wives. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, yeah, but only one penis. Well, that's well, a good point. Yeah. The penis to wife ratio yeah. is actually pretty low. When people tell Utah mother, mother Mindy Vincent that her face mask has little penises on it. She kindly lets them know that this is how she determines if they're too close and get the fuck away from me. Oh, nice. So what she did, she created... I'm reevaluating Utah right now. (laughs) Uh, She's even named these masks that she's making. They're called the cock block Corona masks. Okay. And I have a picture here. Let me show you the picture. I even printed it. Do you see that? Oh, very nice. Okay. Um, Look at those cute little guys. Little cartoon penises. uh, You know, all shapes, all sizes, right? Uh Um, um, It looks like all ethnic groups are representative. There's the black, there's the uh African-American, right? Um, There's the small but crafty Jewish penis right right there. Yep, there's Uh, the Japanese one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you see that one? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there's the punctual German one right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, The The strong, proud German penis. (laughs) Right. Um, Vincent is selling her penis masks to raise money. And this is a great cause. I read about it. The Utah Harm Reduction Coalition, whose mission um, is to support people during their recovery from substance misuse. So you can go on humanharmreduction.org and you're in luck. See what I did there? (laughs) Uh, Masks are only 20 bucks and uh, it goes to a good cause. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know, so. uh, you know, we are we're we're making sure that people are are doing things to help others. We're we're staying home for the most part. Everyone should stay home. You should stay home. Listen to the Opi shows because there's a ton of Opi shows out there. And unlike those podcasts, the uh, the Opi shows have sanitized. Each and every show. Right. Each and every show is sanitized for your safety. Maybe not for the language, but uh, (laughs) health-wise, perfect. Listen to opishows.com. Save the world. Oh, and be sure to wash your hands, too. All right. I have a story here. Mm -hmm. Um, This uh, comes from an Orlando newspaper, and this is just, uh, this is a COVID-19 story. Cows come to COVID-19 rescue, maybe. Listen to this now. Cattle are being used to develop a possible antibody treatment for coronavirus. Cows have human chromosomes. All right. Putting on the glasses. (laughs) Putting on the glasses. 
Uh, this is in uh, South Dakota. Using genetic engineering, scientists create a cow embryo that contains part of human chromosomes. Okay. That embryo becomes a calf and then a cow. Then a non-infectious part of the novel coronavirus is going to be injected into that cow. Okay. I'm not. This is not a joke. No. I'm, I'm serious. Because of genetic engineering, the cow produces human antibodies to the virus. Okay. So the thinking is those antibodies will be collected from the cow, purified, and become a drug that might work to combat coronavirus. coronavirus. Sure. Now, I think a lot of our listeners may not know a lot about cows. Um, and luckily, I have a song oh, <laughs> that you? will explain it to Okay. Them. Would you like to hear it? Sure. All right. This is uh, this explains cows completely. Okay. Beginning to end. Here we go. How does a cow make milk? I wonder. How does a cow make milk? Every cow has a milky way. And right now, I'm prepared to say. A cow has glands, and all those glands are chemical factories. Busy manufacturing lots of things she needs. Is this Hendrix? The glands make juice that help produce muscle, bone, and blood. And when the little calf is born to help the happy mother, a certain gland gets active, and that gland is called the udder. Is this a double album? The udder manufactures milk, and when the calf is born, squirt, squirt, the little squirt turns it was its Okay, where, what? <laughs> Uh, where you. did you where did you get that? Is this on your playlist? Is this on uh, uh, your power rotation? One, you know, we found that when I was working for Landecker Show, uh, Vinny, uh, our uh, technical producer, found that song on a, a children's record. And every time I hear a story about, about a cows, cow. I think about that song. So this is my chance to bring it into the uh, Minutia Men episode. Well, anything that helps the cause, my friend. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, hey, do we have time for another quick story before? Uh, yes, million yeah, cup. Yeah. Um, I checked the charts, and currently we're number 563 in South Korea. Oh, fantastic. Well, you know what? I think we can do better. Oh, we're in the top 600. I want to do a little pandering to get those numbers up. Okay. Okay. All Uh, right. um, Since this coronavirus thing started, South Korea has been really a shining example of how to deal with something like this, right? They closed everything down quickly, testing, um, you know, and so they've really done a good job. But now they're just kind of piling on with their coronavirus genius. Okay. okay. South Korean soccer team apologizes for filling empty stadium stadium with sex dolls. Okay. A South Korean soccer team has apologized after allegedly installing sex dolls to sit in seats at their empty stadium in an effort to pump up the players at the pitch. For those of you who don't know, pitch is the, yeah, it's, the field. It's the field. Um, though FC Seoul... Or soul. soul. <laughs> oh my god. So soul. Oh my god. Oh, it's been, I need my glasses. Seoul. Uh, FC Soul has denied it. Put uh, had first denied it put sex dolls, but then someone snapped a picture and they go, "Okay, hey, there's sex dolls here." Okay, um, and here is a picture. I printed up another one. Do you see that? Well, I mean, how, I, they look very nice, don't they? Seriously, you got to really know sex dolls to know that those are sex right, exactly. dolls. Exactly. And they look, look, they look very approachable. They do. And some of them are even s- holding well, up signs. I see their mouths are a little bigger than <laughs> um, normal. So a couple of things when I'm looking at this um, picture yeah. is, you know, I've never used a sex doll. Me neither. Um but I've seen them in novelty stores, yeah. right, haven't you? Um, it's pretty evident that America has to 
up their game with the sex dolls. <laughs> you no, know, that's true. Right. Ours are these inflatable. Right. You know, yeah. they're, they're like uh, they're like balloons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, these are great. Actually, I, I think the blow up strategy oh, that, that is might, that might be those might be too good. Um, so, uh, is that you? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Um, unhooking. Um, the um, and second that I've noticed. Yeah. Is that, you know, the Cubs and the Sox and sports is going to start playing in Chicago, hopefully shortly. Yeah. Well, we'll see about that. So would the Cubs and the Sox think about doing something like this by putting sex dolls in the um, in the stands? Like for the White Sox, you'd have to remove their teeth. (laughs) Right. Right. And Cub fans, you'd have to put the dolls facing away from the field. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we see what he's saying there is the Cub fans don't watch the game. Yeah. Million card Cub guy yeah. coming up next. And uh, like for football season for Packer, uh-huh. sex dolls, add a few pounds. Nice. Uh, nice. So, so uh, there you go. There do you, is. Do you know why they have uh, grass fields at Lambeau? Why it's a grass field? Uh, is it it's something about the it's something about cows, cheerleaders and grass or something, right? What? You just ruined the punchline. <laughs> what, what, it's, it's so the cheerleaders can graze at halftime. Right, okay. We've got almost an all-cow all uh, show. Uh, hey, Rick, you know, you mentioned a little few minutes ago about, you know, if you're at home yeah. during COVID, you need some podcasts to listen to. Yeah. You know what's a great podcast? Vintage Lasano. Yes, that's true. Um, it's running. It's right now. It's on the website. Uh, all you can, all you have to do is go to either radiomisfits.com or opishows.com. Um, guests include Ryan Shovelrini from yeah. Windy City Live, who's got a great head of hair. He's a tall drink of water. Uh, uh, Jennifer Weigel, your buddy, right? Did yes, you, I big know friends Jen. of Jennifer. Many, many years. <sighs> Rick Kempfer from Anusham, and you know, oh, I've yeah. I've done dozens of these Lozano shows. I'm yeah. not on a vintage episode. Well, you're not. Right. No. Uh, you can enjoy all five seasons of Lozano and Friends. Um, and only on Vintage Lasano and Friends. So available, again, like I said, on uh, RadioMisfits.com, OpiShows.com, uh, Spotify, or just wherever you enjoy your podcast, just search for Radio Misfits. That's right. And Spotify is a really great place to find them. Mm-hmm. That's a... And that cow song is probably on Spotify. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you mock that cow song, but it's going to be in your head for the rest of your life. Uh, we get time for another feature here. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Squirt. Squirt. The little squirt. Uh, you know, uh, they have seven stomachs. They, yeah, well, that's in four. The, the, it's in the song. Was it I, seven I, or four? I, I, yeah, you were talking over it. <laughs> no one will ever know. No one will ever know. I thought John Entwistle's baseline was fantastic at it. I could. <laughs> so this is the part of the show where I, uh, where Dave reaches his hand into the jar. Now he's here. We could do the jar, yeah, but... but we've decided uh, during this uh, time of COVID that uh, we're just gonna we're gonna make the rules. We're gonna let Rick tell whatever story Rick mm-hmm. wants to tell. Um, I'm speaking about myself in third person, like yeah. like our president does. Uh, so Rick wants to tell this story uh, because this week we lost another celebrity. And by the way, yeah, they're dropping. Way, oh my right. gosh, yeah. it's horrible. And what's really bad is that some of these are, were, would have been really viable guests for our show. Too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. And and this week we lost Eddie Haskell, right? Which would have been a perfect. Uh, yeah, Ken Osmond was his name. And now I never met Ken Osmond, um, but I did meet the rest of the cast. Basically, I met. Uh, Tony Dow, mm-hmm. who, who was is Wally. 
Wally. Uh, he was a, a short man. Okay. Um, I met... Um, the Beeve. Jerry Mathers. Jerry Mathers, mm-hmm. who was kind of big and, and goofy. Mm-hmm. And my favorite Leave it to Beaver story is Barbara Billingsley. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got a hold of her home phone number. I don't remember how I got her number, but somehow I got her home phone number. And I called her up and we got her on the show. Now, before... Um, I booked it. I said, all right, so we're going to have you on at such and such a time and I'll call you. And I said, well, just before um, you come on, I want to ask you this question because John's going to ask you if you speak jive. <laughs> and cause From the old was, airplane. Right, right. She did right. that in the movie Airplane. And I, and I said, you going to have any problem with that? And she goes, no, no, I still speak jive. I said, you do? She goes, that's a fact, Jack, motherfucker. <laughs> Barbara Billingsley. Beaver, Beaver's mom just <laughs> laid down a... I was like, she just MF'd me. Yeah, that, now that is awesome. That is awesome. Right. She's not alive anymore, is she? No, she passed yeah, away. Yeah. But she lived into her 90s. Yeah. So, But she was just a sweet lady. And the interview was fantastic. And I just have very fond memories of Barbara. Ken Osmond, yeah, Eddie Haskell. You know what happened to him after the show? Didn't he become a cop? He a, became a, a state cop, cop or something like at L.A. I believe I may be wrong. The Hannah Montana show. Do you remember the Hannah Montana show? Uh, yes, yes. Her Hannah Montana's best friend was Lily. Okay, I have daughters. Yes, I know. know. Yeah, and it was played by I can't remember her first name, but her last name was Osmond. Right, and I believe some relation to Eddie Haskell. Okay, yeah. not not Donnie or Marie. No, it's not. Uh, well, his what's his last name? Is it Osment or Os- Osmond? Like the same. Oh, then you know what? I think her name was Osmond. I think I okay, well, that's up. a great story. <laughs> so let me great. unring the minutia bell because I think that's wrong. That is a great story. <laughs> All right, oh so boy, we need to take a break. We're gonna have to <laughs> re- regroup. Damn it! I knew uh, I shouldn't have told. Come that. on, coming up, we're going to talk to somebody who may oh. be a bigger Cubs nerd than me. Can't wait! And that oh, is uh, that is hard to say, really right? That's hard to imagine. But that's coming up next, so don't go anywhere. On this week's episode of And Friends, I like to challenge boys with a little bit of two truths and a lie, and a little would you rather. And I bring back Florida man just to check in and see what's going on in that wild state. And I debate what would happen if Florida was completely removed from the map all that and more find out on and friends go any podcasting websites that you listen to and friends on just search for radio misfits or go to opishows.com and friends is not legally binding if you listen to our shows and your ears start to bleed it's not our fault on this week's free kicks with adam and rick we talk about deutsche bundesliga und, und der Freestart. This is fantastic. We've got some soccer in the German Bundesliga coming back, as well as talking about, hopefully, the return of the English Premier League very soon. Live soccer. We're talking about live soccer. We are back. Uh, be sure to check us out. We're an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free kicks with Adam and Rick. And we're back. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. All right, Dave. He's a man close to my own heart. Bo Thompson is a huge Cubs fan. Now, how huge? He has set a goal of getting one million Chicago Cubs baseball cards. And according to what I read, uh, you made that decision a few days before Christmas in 2017. Is that right? That is that is correct. Uh, December of 2017, I kind of uh, came up with the idea to um, – 
try to turn my 1 million trading cards into 1 million Cubs cards. So so you already were a, a trading card guy. I mean, you had a million already. Yeah. Yep. I've been, uh, I've been collecting for about 30 years. Um, you know, started in the, in the late eighties, um, as a kid and it just kind of, kind of stuck with me, um, through, through thick and thin, you know, I've, I've had my, my layoffs from baseball card collecting at various times, high school, college, um, you know, you, you find better things to do. And, um, you know, it, <laughs> I'm sorry, just, we'll rephrase that again. I'm sorry. What, what did you say? Better things to do. Okay. Let's keep that. Better, 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 better things to do. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's like a bad cold that, you know, kind of, it's, it's never like goes a Michael away. Corleone in Godfather right. three. It just, it keeps, it keep pulling me back in uh, a, a bull, a bull, a bow, uh, Full disclosure, I'm a Sox fan, okay? Uh, and uh-huh. I, I really only have one question, and it's the same question that I asked Rick when he turned in his manuscript for his Every Cub Ever book. Have you ever kissed a girl, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, surprisingly, I am I am married. Yeah, uh, I know, I but my... I'm married, too. There's not <laughs> to a lot of kissing a, anymore. A live, a live woman? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, a, a real live woman yeah she she puts up with the uh with the basement full of of cubs uh regalia i mean that's, that's... and i'm sure she's thrilled too isn't she i mean what <laughs> you either you either have married the absolute perfect woman or one who is just a great actress so what uh i mean what has she said does she say honey what are you doing here you know can't you do the dishes instead of collecting cub cards i mean is she supporting oh, yeah no, she is. Um, you know, there's a lot of eye rolls, you know, when I come back from the post office, um, you know, arm full of, of boxes and um, I get the eye roll. But, uh, yeah, she's been she's been supportive. Um, you know, I, I think she would rather me have a hobby that, uh, uh, you know, is productive or <laughs> yeah, a little more productive than your uh, cancer, than maybe split an atom. You think you could do that, Bo? <laughs> All this time he could have done right, that, but right. instead he's been uh, yeah, collecting. Bo, yeah. Co- but yeah, what's going to happen at your deathbed when you go up to heaven, they go, you know, you were the most brilliant physicist and you right. just wasted it on this gum thing. What, what are you going to do when that happens? <laughs> Don't let him get to you, Bo. Listen, Listen, I follow you on Twitter. I see the constant updates. I think you're about halfway there to your goal. Is that right? Yeah, getting close to 500,000. I'm uh, right around 440,000 right now. So, uh, you know, the, the trades keep coming, That's and it's, it's hard to keep up. And um, I, I've, I've met some, you know, some dealers and vendors at various card shows that uh, um, that are that are all in, um, in in helping me along the that's, way. That's so great. I've developed some good relationships. See, there's a camaraderie we... there, Dave. Yeah. The, the thing that I find interesting <laughs> is so they're 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 really I you know I wrote that book every cub ever, and there are only two thousand one hundred ninety one Cubs players um, in history. Correct, yeah. And so to to collect a million cards means you're collecting you know lots of doubles. Obviously, what is what is the one card that you have the most of? Uh, probably the 1987 tops Ryan Sandberg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once we got into the mid to late 80s, early 90s, 
these baseball card companies just mass produced. I mean, you could find baseball card packs at uh, at a barber shop. I mean, right. everybody was selling baseball cards, and and these companies, you know, there was so much demand that um, these card companies just oversupplied. Um, you know, America with all these baseball cards. So um, there's just millions upon millions of these out there. And, and, you know, 1987 was kind of when, when that mass production really began. Um, and I, I made a trade where a guy sent me about 800 copies of that card. And um, there's a, there's a, a Kirby Puckett super collector who's actually a former uh, pro baseball player. He was in the Astros organization. He's a, a super fan of, Kirby Puckett, he sent me, uh, you know, I had five or 600 Puckett cards. He sent me a bunch of Sandberg. So there was a bunch of 87 tops. So I, I probably have, you know, in excess of 2,000 copies of, of that 87 top Sandberg. And then uh, last summer, I picked up a, a collection of 1978 tops Rick Russell cards. I saw those on, I, I have that card too. That was one of my favorite cards. You don't have as many as Bo. Not very valuable, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> no, no. So I picked up about 1,250 copies of that card for um, like 10 bucks. Um, and yeah, oh so, my God, so, yeah. that's a great deal. The great <laughs> deal. He won 20 yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. He was a 20 game um, winner for the Cubs. Does, does your basement yeah. smell like bubble gum? I mean, I, 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 I'm, that's not that's almost not even a fake question because I actually have some 1908 cards from the Cubs, um, and you can still smell at least I think I can smell a hints of tobacco on a couple of them. Can you smell? Oh, nice. Can you smell the bubble gum still in the cards, or is that? Uh, yeah, I mean, my basement doesn't smell like like cardboard or, or bubble gum, but uh, you know, if you pick up a box, I've got I still have you know, several boxes of unopened product from, you know, tops from the eighties and nineties. And, um, you know, yeah, if, if you get close, you can, you can definitely smell it, but you know, it's, it's not wafting throughout my basement. So that is the 80, the late eighties and early nineties. Those are your least valuable cards, right? Cause the market was flooded. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is the most value? Yeah, Do you right. have any of those 1908 cards that Dave has? Yeah, yep. I have uh, my oldest card is from 1887. It's an old judge, um, Duke Farrell, um, Chicago White Stockings. Um, But uh, yeah, I have I have a Joe Tinker T206, um, some other Jimmy Sheckard, Ed Rulebach. So I've got and that yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I'm I'm going when I you know I, I. Obviously, I'm a, a volume collector, and so I, I do a lot of the trades for you know the the '89s and '90s and stuff like that. But um, you know, if I go on a little shopping spree on eBay, I, I target the older pre-war cards. Um, I just picked up a rare copy, uh, 1937 Wheaties. Uh, Billy Herman wow. um, that just came in the mail a couple days ago, and uh, also Rick's taking his pants off right now. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> hey, Billy Herman was a Hall of Famer, man. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's not just you know when when you see a project like this, it's um, you know yeah, a bulk of the collection is um, you know 1980s and 1990s, just because that's you know the sheer quantity that was produced, um, and everybody has them, but. Um, you know, I have I have some some pre-war, and um, I've got a Javier Baez, Bowman Affleck when he was in high school, autographed to to two hundred, and wow. 
you know, some Chris Bryant chromes, um, Chris Bryant one of one. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's a mix. There's, there's definitely quality among the quantity mm-hmm. in the collection. You live in Wisconsin now? Is it way where are you? You're, I do. Uh, so yep, I'm in, uh, in Madison. Okay. All right. So you've got Brewer fans, I think, living on your block, probably amongst you, right? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are yep. they looking my, at? Uh, my, actually, go on. My neighbor put, puts up. Uh, I have a Cubs flag, Cubs flag, and I have a you know I have the W flag. So uh, once I started flying those flags. Um, it uh, inspired my neighbor to, to yeah. fly his brewer's flag on a daily basis. So. How's the neighborhood association with you? Are they raising your assessments or anything? <laughs> or, yeah. Do you have fire insurance? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely insurance. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's, I'm definitely outnumbered as far as, uh, as, you know, Packers and Brewers fans on my block, that's for sure. Now, I think the coolest thing about this um, – and and Dave is just mocking me right now, but I, I really am I'm being serious about this. The coolest thing is how it you've kind of like tapped into this community, and people are they're sending you cards. They're you, you know a lot of people are just finding hearing about you. In fact, I've been doing this. I'm I'm setting aside. I've got a bunch of doubles and stuff from my uh, pretty substantial collection. Send them to Bo's wife, <laughs> but I'm going to send them to you. I, I just want to contribute to the cause. So, that, and, and, you know, that's that's kind of the coolest part of, yeah. of of all this. You know, I I've done some trades, you know, going back to the the late 90s. Um, you know, I was I was doing some team trades from classified ads in the in the back of, you know, Sports Collectors Digest. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something I've done, you know, here and there where I've, you know, I've kind of been a Cubs baseball card collector since, you know, childhood. And, um, you know, it, it kind of became, you know, I, I was getting so many cards, picking up collections, you know, off uh, Craigslist and, and, you know, wherever I could find them. And, you know, it was kind of hard to find team traders. You know, I, I want to get rid of these stupid White Sox cards. Hey, and, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. And no one will take them. And, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know I... Hey, you got uh, any Joe Creedy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and Joe Borchardt. Dick, and, Dick oh, Allen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this is about so, the Cubs, Dave. <laughs> so it was kind of one of those things where you know I, I could find some trades here and there, but it was it was pretty sporadic. And you know I thought once I got to you know I I had about a million cards total. You know I kind of sat around and thought, hey, this is a good hook. Um, you know I think this pro you know project you know blog about my progress. I think this could really um, be a nice hook where I could you know attract other trading partners. Um, and not just, you know, kind of my small circle of, of trading partners. And it's kind of gone beyond my expectations where I knew I could get, you know, more people contributing, but to the, you know, to, to what it's become, I, I never would have thought, you know, um, strangers would be, you know, yeah. just sending baseball cards to, to my PO box. It's been, yeah, it's been who, pretty insane. Yeah. Who would have thought there were so many people that resembled the comic book guy, in the Simpsons. Okay now. That, okay now. Now you've gone over the line. Sir. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, you I'm just gone kidding. Over the line. Uh, let me. You know, the this COVID nineteen thing. I think you've probably heard about this. Um, no. Oh yeah. What I mean is, is this ironically? You know that this na- You know this nationwide shutdown now, and everybody's kind of looking for things to do. This could be a. I mean, I don't want to ever say that a worldwide pandemic is good for anybody, but for your 
it gives you more time to per, you know to pursue this right i mean it um yeah yeah it's it's been you know the the last two months have been um have been pretty crazy um you know fortunately my my day job is in transportation and yeah. you know we're you know we're super busy and um so for my job, it's been, you know, I've seen a huge increase in, in business um, for my day job. And then, you know, spending all this time at night, you know, with my baseball cards, you know, I've been able to organize. Um, I've been able to, to get caught up on trades and, and update my website. And, you know, there's been an influx in, and I, I don't want to say new collectors in the baseball card hobby, but a lot of former collectors who have all this time on their hands. So they're going through their basements and closets yeah. and, you know, looking for things to do. And they're like, Oh, Hey, these baseball cards, I remember this. And then they go out, they've, they've been buying packs of, of new products and it's really brought back a lot of collectors. And I have, you know, an eBay store where, um, you know, from cards, I don't trade off. I, I put them in my eBay store and, you know, it's, it's just been insane with the, amount of of sales on um from ebay on especially the 80s and 90s where um the nostalgia has come back where these um you know these collectors who have returned to the hobby want to collect the cards that they had when they were kids so they're picking up the jose canseco's and mark mcguire's and sammy sosa cards and with the the michael jordan documentary that recently came out man chicago bulls cards from the 90s were just on fire and now there's a mcguire sosa documentary coming out and and those cards have you know the values have um you know like they've gone up like 10 times what they were selling for three months ago so um you know yeah, it's been a terrible thing to, to happen in the world, but, uh, <laughs> but, but for the poster, things are looking good. Uh, <laughs> hey, what, how, how, I can't even conceptualize how much room a million cards takes up. I mean, do they, ha- do they have, are you, do you have them in like paper boxes or like, I mean, how, how do you do this? What does a million cards look like? I mean, what, yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're in, uh, they're in, you know, standard uh, card boxes, you know, like 3,200 count or 500 count and then smaller boxes, eight, 900 count. Um, and I have a, I have a card room in my basement that's about 16 by 12 feet, okay. um, completely filled up. Um, and then there's a, an adjoining closet that's, um, it's probably 10 feet deep and about six feet wide. And it's, I mean, it's literally um, filled with, like, you can't walk in. Um, it's just boxes and boxes and boxes. And then I have, uh, we, we have our, and this is where the wife gets upset because I yeah, use our This is where she gets upset, right. This is the only time, Bo. <laughs> so I've, I've kind of, I've kind of taken over the, uh, you know, our collective storage area in the basement. So, wow. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to purge and, and, uh, and, and get rid of, get rid of some so are you worried about um, like floods or anything i mean basements uh, we just had a friend who lost his you know like uh, book collection and you know he's devastated if if something like this you know if you get a flood we had seven inches of rain the other day do you ever worry about that yeah yeah we actually had um we had a really bad flood uh two summers ago 2000 or no maybe it was last summer um where we had 
gosh, what we had like 14 inches, 15 yeah. inches of rain that fell within a 24 to 36 hour period. Um, and it was, it was just absolutely devastating. My, um, my mother-in-law lives about two miles away and her basement was flooding. And, um, so we were helping with her and my wife, actually, we were, house sitting and I she had gone over the neighbors I had gone back over and then her car flooded out in the street I mean it was just it was a terrible flood um I was I was just I was absolutely frantic oh, um, petrified yeah, and, obsessed, and, and obsessed with with our basement and, and we just built this house a couple of years ago so um fortunately it's um very structurally sound and um you know we didn't we didn't have a drop of oh, of water oh, in our basement lovely. um you know despite and it it washed out we had a i did a blog post about this uh uh one of our we have two bait well we did have two baseball card shops in madison um and it completely flooded out oh. um one of the card shops and i i went in there about a a week later and the owner was cleaning it out and um just out on the sidewalk he had all the stuff that was Nuts. that was washed out he had like 70s football sets just oh, completely yeah, you know oh it was oh yeah. it was awful even, um, even so me fortunately as a, that even me as a cold-blooded or cold cold-hearted white black-hearted black yeah uh, doesn't wish this even on you. He, he devours yeah, sunshine right. for breakfast. Uh, yeah, that, that that is. Hard. Is it insured? Do you have your collection insured? Or yes, yeah, okay. yeah. You, you yep. should. Yeah, you should. That's now, if people want to send cars to you, our our listeners, where 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 should they send it? Yeah, so I I have a, a PO box PO box six two eight four five six, and that's Middleton, Wisconsin five three five six two. You can find all my information on on my website one millioncubs dot com and um, one million cubs is my my Twitter handle where I spend most of my sp- social media time um, <laughs> or your time in general. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's your license plate? Uh, do you have a wacky uh, cub license plate? Uh, well, you know that that's the funny thing. Um, I I did the search the license plate search about a year or two ago, and I was I. Cubs was the first thing, you know, I was looking all Cubs, um, in Wisconsin at the time, the Cubs, T H E C U B S was still available. Um, but then I decided to just see if, uh, Bo was available B E A U my, my first name. Um, because as a kid, you know, all my friends, Michael and Scott and Seth, yeah. they all had <laughs> right, cool right. bicycle lights. Yeah, right. Well, you know what? They don't sell yeah. bow. Yeah. Yeah. You got lights, screwed lights. as a bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so fortunately, uh, that was available. So my, my license plate is, is my first name. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate you being on the show, Bo. This is this has been fun. Uh, you know, Rick, I, my apologies to Dave. Uh, for <laughs> uh, Dave. Well, Dave, Dave is now going to be some being nice to you. Uh, you know, Rick wrote the book Every Cub Ever, and we'd like to send it to you. So, email. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, well, we uh, can send it to the post office box. Hey, is all, that, is all that right? I, yeah, that's fine. All you need is my your credit card. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, no, yeah, send Rick the address. Your ma- or, oh, the mailing address. Yeah, yeah we'll we just, just send we, it. Yeah. yeah, we'll just send it to your PO box. Um, awesome. Then I we'll do that. That's great. Well, uh, thank you very much for being on the show, and we wish you the best. And we'll. I'll, Can we I'll talk follow. to your wife? Is your wife available <laughs> by any chance, Bo? I'd really like to talk to her. <laughs> Don't do it, though. Don't do it, Bo. Don't do it. Right. He'll have you divorced by the end of the day. So, but thanks for being on the show, and we appreciate it. Yeah, and the best thanks, of Bo. luck to you in the future. Thanks, Bo.
Awesome. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. So if you enjoyed that interview, um, be sure to check out the Celebrity Minutia interviews because we every week there's um, the Minutia Men Celebrity interview is out there. You can check it out. We've got all sorts of people uh, from every walk of life, celebrities. And this one is a unique one. Yep. You got to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, and if you go to the sh- um, our other podcast, the Minutia Men Celebrity Minute, uh, we got Mark Cuban's on there. Yeah. Right. We've got, I think, the Mooch. The yeah, Mooch is on there a couple of times. Dave Sinker just did a great. That was a great oh, one. We have getting great That's responses. a standalone one. Yeah. That's a uh, great one. Um, so uh, definitely. So 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 check that out. Uh, tell a friend to listen to us on Spotify. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Men. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opi Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report Informed Automotive, we look back at the ultimate family truckster, the GMC Motorhome. Plus, if you've got bucks, we've got the most impressive way to display your cars. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opi production on the Radio Misfits podcast network on this week's free kicks with adam and rick we talk about deutsche bundesliga und und der freestart this is fantastic we've got some soccer in the german bundesliga coming back as well as talking about hopefully the return of the english premier league very soon live soccer we're talking about live soccer we are back uh, be sure to check us out we're an opi show on the radio misfits podcast network free kicks with adam and rick